Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and good evening. I'm Yazid Kamaldin and tonight I'm presenting Burning Issue, a talk show where we get into something important in our community. Now over the last few weeks, if you've been following social media or the newspapers, you have probably read a lot about Bokap and what's going on there. This evening we are looking at what is next for Bokap. Ramadan was certainly a decisive time for the area and also many communities across the Cape Flats as we saw an uprising from ordinary citizens against government on key issues such as housing and service delivery. In Bokap specifically, the spotlight was placed firmly on the issue of gentrification, high municipal tariffs and the preservation of the area's rich Muslim culture and heritage. So what we saw were daily protests organized by Bukap's youth, specifically an organization called Bukap Youth, who is in the studio this evening, with tires set light and the blocking of roads. The aim was to send a clear message that Bukap residents would no longer be tolerating property developers encroaching on their community and the effect of soaring municipal tariffs on financially struggling residents. So as one... As one writer put it recently, there is something important about the struggle of the Bukap community that, not, that must not go unnoticed. And that is that Muslims of Cape Town are awakening and are ready to stand up for their rights. Well, tonight we want to unpack and reflect on how these social issues are playing out in the community and what the role is of various organizations in Bukap as they drive the process forward. We will introduce our in uh, studio guest shortly. But I'd like to remind you that you are welcome to participate in the show at any point in time. The lines remain open if you have a question or any input. So um, just to reiterate our numbers, you can call us on the number 021-442-3530. That's direct to the studio. You can also send us an SMS to the number 47913 or send us a WhatsApp to 072-238-0712. The Voice of the Cape also has a Facebook page and there's... <laughs> Twitter at VOCFM. Now let's start with our guests. I'll start on my right. You can introduce yourself and you can just let us know where you're from. And yeah. Assalamualaikum. Uh, my name is Mikael Baker. Um, I'm a lifelong Buka resident and I am also an active member of the organization called Buka Prize and a strong supporter of the organization called Buka Youth. Um, and I'm a journalist by profession. Assalamu alaikum. I'm Shafika Sali. I'm a researcher by profession. I'm also a supporter of Book Up Youth, um, as well as an activist uh, for social justice. Okay. <coughs> you can go ahead. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My name is Mishka Sami, and I'm representing Book Up Youth Movement. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Um, I'm Shafwa Lopsha, spokesperson for Book Up Youth. Assalamu alaikum. I think I'm the odd man out here. I, I represent the Boer Cup Civic. My name is Usman Shabadin, and I support all of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Assalamu alaikum. My name is Rabia Parker. I am one of the youth of Boer Cup, and I am an active member of Boer Cup Rise. Fantastic. Look, guys, I just really want to give our listener who doesn't know who these organizations are a brief introduction. So, Mikael and Rabia, if you just want to tell our listener... What is Buka Prize in a nutshell? Either one of you can go. Okay, so Buka Prize is um, sort of an ongoing project among a few young professionals and just generally concerned youth in the community um, who 
at some point felt that there's a lot of energy among the youth um, from a, a research and media perspective and a lot of potential to to get things done or to at least get attention uh, for the plight of the book up community um, as it turns out we've we've come about at the same time as an organization called book up youth and along with the book up civic we all are suddenly combining our energies in one way or another to like i said highlight the plight of the community fantastic Robbie, do you want to add to that I think what I need to add also is that um, Book Up Rise was a movement created to bridge the gap, the information gap, the accessibility that people don't have in Book Up to information. Um, and we are a range of different people from all around the city who are using our skills to make change in Book Up. And I think one of our biggest victories were, was that we were able to all come together, all the different groups in the community, put aside our differences and work together for one goal. Fantastic. Okay, book up youth. Tell us who you are. Tell our listener what you do. Okay, so just to latch on what Mikael and, and Rabia said from Book Up Rise. Um, so obviously we uh, created or started uh, Book Up Youth um, simultaneously, I think, or coincidentally with Book Up Rise. Um, we, for the years, obviously, we've been watching the plight of our, of, of our elders, uh, the Civic Association, trying to get the message out to the rest of the community, rest of Cape Town, rest of the world, basically. So, yeah. In what do you aim to achieve? What is your goal? Our goal is literally to continue what the, the, the fourth or the, the elders have started for years now, basically, for decades. So, obviously, like Mikhail said, they want to get the message out there. We want to drive it even harder out there to everybody, engage with our, our youth within the community, um, let's stop standing around and watch our elders stand on corners from 3 in the afternoon to 7 in the evening. Everybody just drive past them and nothing really gets done. So that's how we really started. Um, let's engage them. Let's drive the message even harder down to everybody. And yes, um, there's been quite a noise uh, was created, but those, that noise attracted all the right attention to Buka. So we've just seen it from the spiraling to, to what it is now. Great. So um, what I could add to that is that we're a passionate group of youth. Um, we're all residents of Buka. And we share the same fight that the Civic has fought all these years, like Sapwan and everybody else has said. And what we want to achieve is goal, to achieve our goals so that 20 years from now, our, the youth then doesn't have to fight the same fight that we're fighting. So we just want to change um, things and achieve things so that it's easier for them to make it easier for our youth moving forward great so um do you want to say yeah yeah, yeah th just to i think maybe to contextualize it um for people who are not familiar with with um what has been happening in book up ba basically we are fighting for the right to exist mm. for the preservation of our community um for our people to live where we've been living for hundreds of years um because at the moment we are fighting against gentrification and many other elements and it's making our existence in our community very hard and we have an erosion um, of both our space and um, an impact on our daily life so it's our fight for existence within our community fantastic so Usman is no stranger to this radio station I've interviewed 
um, Usman Shahabuddin, you know, here on a number, more than one occasion, um, also for the newspapers where I work and so on. Um, I just would like to say, though, that um, in the past, you know, the issues were um, very much the same, like, you know, uh, at least for me, my capacity as a journalist writing about what's happening in Bukha, but it was always gentrification, property, there was always some developer getting the right to throw down the right to build, the right to do whatever they wanted to, you know. Were you surprised when you saw that young people were now taking up your cause? They were now taking the banner, essentially, you know, and, and the baton, rather, and running with it. Yeah, I think the the nicest thing about the whole happening in Boer Cup is not about the tires burning or anything else. I think it's it's the nicest thing is the rise or the coming to age of our young people in Boerka, where they themselves take on the responsibility of taking the fight forward from the present to the future. And I think that, that, that is the first thing. The second thing is, which I must admire them for, <coughs> sorry, is the discipline, the way they went about it, and also the acknowledgement and also the articulation of what they really want because they analyze what was needed in Burkhap was just not about something that is calling for just something in the sky. It was concrete demands, it was demands that made sense. It was about our heritage, our very dignity, our stay, our housing, the plight of Burkhap. But that plight is not only a Burkhap plight actually. And that is why the call for the social medias and things that came out and the overwhelming support at the bukas that they had and everything in Burkhap that basically showed that Cape Town is as concerned about what's happening in Burkhap as what Burkhap is concerned about. And I think this is the awakening of something that we can only say, Alhamdulillah, you know, we're on that path. And I don't think we're time too late. Nothing is too late. And I think the time is now. I want to ask you, what do you like about what the young people have done? I think one thing I do like, I like the energy. I like the way that they have approached it. They could have burned down the whole of Burka for that matter. And we see it in many communities of that, of that things. But they did not do that. It was a disciplined protest. And even up till, up till now, it's a disciplined protest because what happened, they galvanized themselves and they got the full backing of their mothers and fathers. And I think that is the most important thing. It wasn't a youth out of a community. It was a community as a whole supporting what everybody was doing and the youth took the forefront. Okay. Guys, um, I'm going to give all of you a chance to speak, obviously, but I just need to get a couple of these civic questions out of the way your engagement with the city of cape town particularly brandon golding your ward councillor he's been to two of he's been to two of your um buka events mm. in ramadan we'd like to hear about that after this ad break we'd like to hear about what the city and you are engaging on at two year health we pride ourselves in providing our clients with clinical and professional health services by qualified courteous and well-informed staff 
We specialize in live blood analysis which helps to enhance and improve your health. We also stock a wide range of health products. So whatever your health requirement, call us on 021-671-2469 for a free consultation with Ashraf. For your convenience, to your health is open 7 days a week. With food prices on the up, Mother of Plain Food Emporium keeps them down. Come in and check out a large variety of meat, chicken, fish and grocery products. Get 1 kilo chicken fillets at 36.99. 3.5 kilo A-grade chicken thighs at 99.99. Fresh A-grade tenderized steak at 79.99 per kilo. And fresh A-grade blade beef at 63.99 per kilo. Mother of Plain, in Town Center Mitchell's Plain. Call 021-391-3096. Secure parking is a available only at Mother of Plain. As the bitter cold bites, do you think of those who can barely survive winter? Africa, Africa. Many homeless and destitute need you this winter. Your sponsored blanket is sure to make a difference. Sponsor a blanket at 130 rand or a winter warmth pack at 280 rand. Call Africa Muslims Agency now on 021-699-0545 or donate online at africamuslimsagency.co.za. Remember, every family deserves warmth. Africa Muslims Agency, inspiring the spirit of giving. Salam buta Miley! Salam buta Hamad! Come sit and eat a little with me, man! Buta Miley, you still got cash at this time of the month? Last week you said it was tight! Yeah, but buta Hamad, you must remember I'm a Christian Lifestyle member! Christian Lifestyle? What is they? It's an app that saves you 300 to 500 rand every month at stores like Spurs, Cinnabon, Jimmy Killer Prunes, and so much more! Sounds awesome! How do I get it? Download it free for 30 days. Just search Crescent Lifestyle in your iStore or Play Store and start saving hundreds of rands now. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. If you have just joined us, this is The Burning Issue. I'm your host, Yazid Kamaldin. Tonight, we're focusing on Bukap. We've got the Civic and two youth groups here. We're focusing on the way forward after a month of um, a lot of activity. Um, so, Chairman of the Civic Association, Usman Shabudin, will now tell us a bit more about, or give us an update on what's happening around talks with the city. Um, you know, this is the... Uh, the structure that you have to work with, you know, like it's about achieving your goals with the with the relevant authorities. What's happening? Yeah, I think the the, the first thing that we must quite understand here that we the first when it first happened, we gave the councillor Brandon Golding a list of demands, and that demands was drawn up by the community itself. For instance, number one, it was about our heritage, the uh, the HPOZ, the overlay zone, the whole question of high tariffs, the whole question of uh, sporting facilities and things like that. So, and, of course, affordable housing for the overcrowding. So there was a number of issues that, that we addressed, not just one. Mm-hmm. When the councillor came back to us in one of our Buka uh, sessions, he brought a, a thick wad of papers but I think the crux of the matter is that we knew that you could not deliver 
what we wanted because some of the demands are short term and other demands. Let's get into it. Make mention some of the demands. I think well, the, the first demand is affordable housing for that matter. Yeah. I like yeah. that. You know, Everyone's asking for that. We're basically saying we need to address. Work up got a lot of land. Yeah. And before the city starts selling our land, we need it for ourselves. And, and to address the overcrowding, and it must be social, it must be cooperative housing, where our people don't pay more than what they should in order to stay in these houses. I just want to put that into perspective. Are you saying the Burka population is growing and people who live there need more housing? Absolutely. And because of all the crazy stuff going on, people who live there, and you guys can tell us about this because you live there. Mm. All the people who stay there, are you, okay, Shafika, are you, if you wanted to buy a house now in Burka, could you do it? Could you afford to buy a 5 million rand house right now? I think the, the majority of Burka youth can't afford to stay in Burka. Um, and yeah, are moving out. Uh, I mean, you just read a Janaza notice, and I always listen to Janaza notices, and and there's always this line, formerly of Rose mm. Street, formerly, and um, you know that that in a nutshell, um, you know, it, it, it is so much indication of what is happening. There is a displacement of people. Either they can no longer afford um, uh, to live in Bukap, or you know they're not gonna make it hard for them to stay in Buka because it's just so difficult. Mm -hmm. Let's go to other people. Shafwan, anybody, like Rabia, do you want to, I mean, would you be able to, because Usman is saying affordable housing is one of the demands that the Civic is going to push for. He's saying that there is available land that can be developed for affordable housing. We do hear of affordable housing elsewhere in our city being developed. Um, Yeah, what are your thoughts? So I think if when we need to look at Bukap and the housing prices, we need to also look at the areas around Bukap because a lot of those areas have already been gentrified, places like Devatakant. And in those areas, do you see people still living there, people like us? And in 20 years' time, do you think that would also be what Bukap is like at some point? And I think that what we need to realize is that our struggles are linked with all those around the city fighting for land. And you can feel it in the air that people are tired and they, they're not willing to accept the broken promises by the city and the continuation of the apartheid policies that they continue to enforce on us. And I think we need to be united in this fight. And I think the difference that Bukap has to a lot of the struggles is that we can see that it's a tourist hub. But why is it a tourist hub? It's not because of the bricks and mortar, because of the colorful houses. It's because of the people who live there. And I think developers can't even see that because, yeah. Cool. So, um, Rabi, I just want to say that one of our listeners agrees with you. Um, Listener 0115 is saying that um, this is a struggle that is broader than just book up. You just said like affordable housing and you're saying it's something that's bigger. So, and they're saying it should include District 6 as well. So, other communities are looking at what you guys are doing and they're saying, hey, we have the same issue. Mikael and then Shafwan, yeah? I don't want people to get the idea that the people of Bukap feel we are a special case. We realize that the struggle is bigger than ourselves. It's something we have in common with a lot of communities. What is exceptional about Bukap is that we are... Bukap is the birthplace of Islam in the country. It's got a lot of rich history that is important to the entire heritage of South Africa. I mean, the people of Bukap, our ancestors built the city. Um, And because of that... Just the location, the the actual physical presence of Bukap is important. But without the people of Bukap, it's nothing. Uh, Yeah. 
Okay, yes, just to latch on what everybody's been saying before. Um, so obviously the, the, the councillor came back with his feedback of this land available here on Earth X, Y and Z. Yeah. However, um, most of the, the, the feedback is not tangible basically. We've seen the issue come up in Woodstock, Salzburg previously. He makes note of that, that they've um, engaged in that. It's, it's earmarked for, for affordable housing. However, that's only in pilot phase now. And we in a democracy like 24 years later, how long do we still have to wait for? So we tr- obviously try to push it down harder to them because um, before it's too late, before Bukab loses its identity, its current identity. So, yeah, so he needs to come back with proper feedback, basically. Let's take it back to Usman. Usman, so Golding needs to come back with proper feedback. Um, Civic is... Yeah, the community's th- representative that deals with Golden. Absolutely. I think, but I think we need to think out of a box. One thing that Boerkamp has and Cape Town has is expertise. I mean, uh, we, we will look at our professionalities. We have engineers, we have architects, we have things like that. That is why we are saying we, we're not going to rely on the city alone to deliver the houses of poor cop to solve the overcrowding. We did it before. I think our challenge is the challenge not only to build houses for ourselves, but in partnership with people like the city, with like the government, like things like that. We're not saying they must build houses for us alone. We are saying let's together build those houses. Mm-hmm. Because those houses must be able to be sustainable and affordable. And this is why we say together we can. But I think the most important thing is it starts somewhere. Okay, we just have a caller. We don't want to lose the caller. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Burning Issue. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Um, to Mr. Osman, you probably know who's speaking. Going back many years ago, we had to put our names down at the Civic because there was discussion of the same issue that you're talking about social housing 20 years down the line they're talking about social housing again what happened to that cause when people had to go to the civic put their names down when the same situation as it is now uh, uh, overcrowding it started at the time so can the city not take out those documents out of the archives and, and continue with what happened those years and not start it now? And it's Asa speaking. Oh, and Asa, salam yes. How are you? I remember things, you see, and I think, you see, you can actually... Um, Correct me if I'm wrong. Auntie Asa, of course, is calling from District 6, and they are, are waiting for so many people to return to the area. Auntie Asa, shukran for your no, call. No, I am from Bukha. Yes, I know, but and you live yes. in, in District so, 6. So uh, that's what I'm talking about at the time. Yes. That is what we needed to do. And I'd like to know why they're reinventing the wheel now. And it was it started so many years ago, yes. the social housing. Yes. Auntie Asa, we hope everything is going well with Sh- you guys over shukran, there. I can listen. To the Great stuff. Mr. Osman can reply on that, please. Great stuff. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, Isa sa atas ni buka masih bladi. But I think that the the, the 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 bigger challenge, what Isa just said, which is the challenge of buka. Since 23, 24 years ago, development in buka stopped. If you, you mean. Look, Government development, because yes. we've seen Government a lot of other development. Development in okay. stopped. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that is our challenge. That with the advent of democracy, we got the short end of that stick, even though there was a lot of different governments coming along. I think the, ch- the time is now. We're not going to look back. But what we need to look at is how best to accommodate our people without getting involved in that corrupt city council list of housing that is uh, talking about. Mm. We need to address our problem. We need to make sure that in 15 years' time, 20 years' time, there's enough people in Buakap to to actually carry on the traditions, the whole question of culture, yeah. the whole question of belief. You must remember we got nine, eleven mosques in Buakap, eh? Yeah. Look, we're going to go for another ad break. When we come back, we'd like to get into some of the other um, uh, sort of demands. demands yeah. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. Great stuff. Let's go straight to a caller. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Burning Issue. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa and everybody, all the panel in the studio. Okay, all praise and thanks goes to Allah so given the opportunity to listen and to talk and to intake. And no other lifestyle of this time and space will be accepted except the lifestyle of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. You know, many years ago, me and the Jamaat went to a hotel owner there in Beitakhrah Street, where the old CNA building was, because he sent a letter to our masjid to say that we must put the azan off in Bukhab, in the well. So we went to him, we said to him, look, you are, this used to be the CNA building, it's now your hotel. Remember one thing, you are going to get basically Muslim uh, tenant uh, people that is coming to live there for the evening or the week or the two weeks, and aren't you happy with the, with the, with the Azan? And then you know what did that guy do that day? He tore up that letter. I'm so happy for the Bukhab youth that is actually now woken up, you know? Because remember one thing, you know, this is basically have happened 50 years ago where people were removed. And you know, it's, it's actually, it's a little bit late, but it's never too late to wake up. At least, you know, and I think since I am from the 66, even Auntie Asa that spoke earlier on, she is originally from the 66. She wasn't put out of the 66. She, she got married and went to go live in Bukab. I mean... History but, lessons, yeah. Muhammad. Yeah. Shukran. Yeah, the thing is this, um, you know, you know, I don't know when you want to interview, but nevertheless, come on, board, come join us. What I want to tell you, as I must tell you, the book of youth. I applaud you and I adore you because at the moment in District 6, if we must really stand up, it will be another 50 years because there's no young people there. There's no really much a procreation of people getting babies. It's all the oldies are living there. So <laughs> I Muhammad, no shukran one. so much for your input. Shukran. Amandla. Shafwan, do you want to say something? About yes, the babies? It's a, no, not about the babies though. <laughs> but that's exactly what uh, what it is all about. So we got to agree with the caller. Yeah. So we, that's the heritage that we need to preserve. So obviously, as the book of youth movements, we're not going to stand for any of that. Anybody uh, requesting decibels to be lowered or or any sort of interruptions with our um, heritage, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I must just tell you that both people who phoned in now are very invested in District 6 and they are, you can see that they care about our heritage, you know, and I, I like the, in, the contributions yeah. and the questions they ask, so do you want to? Yeah. Just to add to that, I think um, in our community there are a lot of intangibles 
and that's what makes book up what it is so it's the etiquette people have amongst each other um the way people drive they don't speed you know kids play in that road there's a van so there are these intangibles and these soft things that really make up book up you know you people a lot of people associate book up with at least outside with with colorful houses but there are many soft things that make book up um and these these things are embedded in the people and the way they conduct each other and the way they interact that makes book up the community that it is yeah i just want to thank our listeners of course for phoning in and remind them that you oh we have another caller welcome to burning issue assalamu alaikum wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh i think what um my uh, muhammad benjamin was uh, talking about now is really the truth and i didn't like the way he was saying to him oh that's a damn stuff it was not nice Okay, Waalaikum Salam. I was just saying that he's giving us a history lesson, right? <laughs> Thank you for your feedback. So, listeners, you are welcome to call us on the number 021-442-3530. The WhatsApp line is also busy. The number is 072-238-0712. Shukran for your messages. Let's read what people are saying. Salam, thumbs up for the youth of the book up. It is a pity for a few of those owners that started to sell for massive profits they created. An area where people of Bukap have become consumers in their own area. Likewise, the markets and corner shops in all the areas we have become consumers in our own country. We have a um, another message from Auntie Fatima Isaacs, and she sent a picture that says hands of Bukap. Um, we have another message from 0115 saying power to the youth of Bukap. Right, let's come back to you guys. Yeah, what where is this going? We post Ramadan, you've had a lot of exposure. People know about your, you know, like what you are about now. Yeah, so if, if, if I can come in just here. I think there there there's four there's four areas that we identified from the area itself. The one thing is that we we needed to work on it because that is part of our demands. The one thing was housing. The second one was sporting fields. We have no recreation fields in Bokap. Is it is only the Baburan or that you there's, have? A, yeah, like there's a, only tarmac. Which is a tarmac, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, there's absolutely no real sporting fields. Uh, and and those that a bit of a field that the world is also derelict and, and not even worthy of playing on. And the third thing was the whole question of tourism. Job creation becomes a very important central issue in Bokap because you find that there's a lot of young people that is unemployed, young people that has not taken the opportunity of going further than the high school that they have been and they find themselves very despondent. So it's a question of finding out how best Bokap can contribute towards the upliftment of their own community. And I think the fourth thing that we 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 quite adamant about is the question of the protection of the heritage because the the, the whole question of development in Bokap is making it virtually impossible to do. Yeah. So look we definitely want to hear from the young people from the Bokap youth and Bokap rise. We're going to take one quick caller and then we'd like to hear from you because Usman is saying be part of building your community so we'd love to hear from you guys you know what role do you see yourself playing kola assalamu alaikum welcome to burning issue assalamu yes sir no i just want to know from the older from the young and the older older generation but to me you know in this stage then there's no doubt to me you know it's not so much a 
question of land and lack of housing, there's still a lot of racial connotation attached to this. I can tell you tell you why it happened. The, the council had an office in, 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 in Oak Street, and, and but that's another small city that long there. I also applied for a house there, and as many people from some time. On the day, a white lady from India, yeah, from England, come. And she might be she didn't know the setup about the, about the party that present, but she can be so bad, so called colored people. Uh, she also applied for dwelling that very same thing, and then spot that woman got the got the house with the people been uh, trying to get a dwelling for several years, I suppose, still waiting, I suppose. So this is still the 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 burning question in South Africa. It's still a lot of racial connotation these issues. Shukran. Shukran to our caller. We also have a message from 6988 saying what a great program Book Up Youth and Book Up Rise. Well done. I'm not far from Book Up but I've learned the Dean in Book Up and it's the place to be great guys and that is from Shahid Roberts. The young people of Book Up, tell us how you see yourselves playing a role with the Civic, with other role players. Yeah. So I just want to go back to, to the question of, of what's next. I mean, over the past month, we've seen a lot of amazing things happen in the community, but we've also um, encountered some pessimism that, that Ramadan has, has fueled all of this. And once Ramadan ends, what's going to happen? Are all these movements going to fade away? And what I want to say to those people is that it takes, it's, it's, it's easy to, to get attention. But to bring people to the site of your protest in the numbers that we saw in Ramadan is something special. And the fact that we have three organizations now is not a sign of disunity in the community. If anything, it, it shows that we as a community are in a, in a stronger position than we have been in a long time to tackle these issues. So we should feel optimistic and I can promise you that from, from at least the side of Book Uprise, Big things will happen. I don't think that it should be a problem that there are multiple organizations in a community. You can have a, a sports association, you can have a tourism association, you can have a you, you can have as many different people doing many different things, but if you have the same goal, you can do something positive, right? Um, yes, that's correct. So exactly what Mikhail said. So um, it's it was easy to create the noise, to bring the attention. Real the real hard work starts now. So obviously we've committed um, with the Civic, with all role players basically. The struggle continues basically. Real hard work starts now. Yeah. We've already started engaging with everybody. Um, our, our feedback or our request and list of demands to the city of Cape Town. Uh, it's not stopping there with, with one feedback session basically. It's continuous, continuous um, getting But now getting how, do you, how do you formalize yourselves? How do you become from being someone protesting with a placard to someone who is able to do something? And that's ex uh, exactly where we align ourselves with the civic. Remember, they've already laid the foundation for all of this to, to, to happen. So now it's just like you said earlier on, take, take the baton over and continue with this. So we obviously deep discussions with the civic. Um, Book Uprise brings their own uh, facets and expertise to the, to the whole struggle. Um, civic has, is guiding us in which ways we need to go. And yeah, the youth just brings a lot of energy. So we've getting we've we've seen some results already and it's just maintaining that so that um, obviously the future looks much brighter for mm -hmm. Buka. 
when you talk to young people, I know you've had a briar just the other day after Ramadan on Sunday. When you talk to young people, what do they say? I mean, what do they want? What do they need? In, in you know, we've heard from Usman saying that there's no sports facilities, for example. Can you tell us what do young people need? In so your- I'm going to start from the beginning and what we've successfully done. So Buka Youth Movement um, successfully hosted the iftars and the historical masala, and we went further to say thank you to our youth. Um, what we try to let them understand is why we're doing what we're doing. Make them understand the reason why we need to preserve our heritage, why we need to um, keep our traditions rich, why we need to um, keep our culture, protect our culture. So they they understand why we're doing it. It's not just about burning tires. It's not just going down the road and stopping people from entering Buka. They understand that this is our future. This is why we need to do it. They want to and stay there, right? Exactly. They want, and that's their home. And Bukap is who we are. We've all grown up there. Our parents grew up there. So they realize that if we don't do something about it now, it's going to get mm-hmm. to a point where everybody needs to move out. Can you just give us some tangibles, because we do have a caller, but just give us some of the tangible things that young people want. Is it a sports field? Is it Absolutely. What? So it's sports fields. It's community centers. It's a place for them to go to upskill themselves. It's... So book up is rich with sport, definitely sports fields, but that is also priority, but also housing. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's across everything that we've spoke about, spoken about now. Great. Well, let's take the caller. We don't want to lose the caller. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Burning Issue. Okay, we've lost the caller. Um, I just want to say, I just want to say that we are getting, and I just want to thank listeners for the interaction, guys. It's not a joke. I don't like losing callers. I I love response from the from listeners, guys. I just quickly want to acknowledge the WhatsApp messages that have come through. Um, Nine double o two says, "Is there a chance that since we realize that so many communities are fighting the same system, that we can all march or protest together, and can we also address the racism that was thrown at?" Sikalo, when homeless people protested expressing their suffering, as a Muslim community, we should stand against all injustices and not be selective. Listen, uh, okay, this is a question for the civic. Um, you know, the thing is, one of the opportunities that we have here is that we can also dispel myths or ideas that people might have, you know, and that's why you are here. So it says, um, Assalamu alaikum, are the gray flats part of Bukap? It's in a bad state, and people who were never from the area live there. It has now become a drug den. Over to you, Usman. Well, I'll put it this way there's a specific history in Bukap that basically where the gray flats was, it's now upgraded. They said it did upgrade it a bit. I think the challenge was that it was the very people of Bukap that lives in those grey flats. They couldn't afford to buy houses, so we, we housed them. This was about the... This was in dark days, 1988-87. I think the bigger challenge was is the question of class in Buakab. Mm-hmm. We mustn't think that because we live in a bigger house that we basically cannot associate with people that don't do so. And I think this is one thing that is nice about what is happening in Buakab today. The protests that we have seen over the, over the month of Ramadan has cut across the whole question of where we stay, how we say it, and how we educate it. That basically makes us more important than others. And I think this is the biggest challenge that we all have. How do we cut down our prejudices that we have, that we have been born with? And the Great Flat itself 
is a flats for poor, decent people. There might be certain things that we might not agree with, but that doesn't mean that we as neighbors must extend our hand. The question was about the drug den. Is it a drug den? Put it this way. Anywhere in Boerkamp or anywhere in the Cape Flats or wherever they are, if there is drug den, it's a police issue. People need to report it to the police and the police need to work on it. And I think that's the bottom line of it. You cannot condemn a whole a section of a flats and then say everybody is bad. And I think this is where we are at. We must stop passing judgment and start doing what we have to do. Great. Giving Usman. Yeah, there's another question here that I think the civic should also address. You see, this is all that outside ideas that people might have, you know. So it says people of Bukup want affordable housing, but when they sell the properties, they want market value. I mean, I don't think that affordable housing works like that. But anyway, you can. Yeah, I think what what we just in quick, the houses that we're looking at going forward is basically houses that our community won't be able to own or sell, put it that way, but they're going to own it collectively. I think there's the difference. And secondly, the question, you must remember gentrification of selling of houses in Boerkamp started in 1990. That's 28 years ago. And today, alhamdulillah, we're still there. That is why I take my hat off Exolutely means of up because every one of them had a knock on their door mm. and offered them many, many, many millions of rands, which they said no. Mm. And that is where the consciousness comes in. The means of up with and it's and it's the most of our selling today comes out of worlds and estates, and it doesn't come out of you know just selling. So. We are working on it. We're making sure that people understand how to make a good world and things like that. I think it's a very complex issue. I mean, when I interview people, they talk about not being able to afford rates and then it's this and that. Absolutely. Okay, just to add to that. Okay, we have a minute before we're taking breaks. Okay, just to add to that so we get some clarity as to what gentrification is, what is social housing. So social housing is a problem we see across the community. But we see gentrification in Buka because it's well located. So gentrification is not happening maybe in Mannenberg or areas outside on the periphery of the city. So we also need to approach and attack gentrification itself. And there are things that really uh, increase the rate of gentrification. So we need to push for the stop of developments and um, these uh, businesses that operate in Bukup, because mm-hmm. this rapidly increases gentrification. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think to add on that also, the space for social housing is very different to where a lot of the houses are so where the developments are taking place now is a big space for social housing and that's where gentrification comes in because a lot of people are pushed out economically as they can't afford to stay there anymore because of how high the rates are because of the developments that keeps getting put up we can we can elaborate a bit more you know after the break yeah
Welcome back to The Burning Issue. I'm your host, Yazid Kamaldin. If you have just joined us, we are looking tonight at Book Up. We know, of course, that a lot has happened over the last month, and we are looking at the way forward. Um, Rabia, you need to leave soon. Um, yeah, Rabia is from Book Up Rise, uh, a youth group in the area. Um, do you want to share any info before you head out? So I think um, something that we also need to focus on is that we want a larger part of the community to benefit from the wealth created in the tourism industry because there is a large amount of income generation there and I just think it's so important that our community can empower themselves through it and I think through information they can empower themselves and something that Book Up Rise and Book Up Youth and all of us are doing is to create workshops, focus on the smaller things like rebates, a lot of people don't know that pensioners get rebates on their dates and we want to host a workshop where we teach pensioners how they can go about this process and what they can do to get this rebate. So how can people contact you? Where do they get hold of you if they want to come to this workshop or is it something that you, yeah, just tell us. So they can follow us on our social media pages because that's where we'll be putting out a lot of information. Um, but it is for a lot of the time for the older generation and we will be posting a newsletter that we can give to people in the community so that they can also learn about these things not only from their children and grandchildren um, if people want to email us they can and that's all on our social media sites also mm, and maybe like maybe put in notices in mosques I don't know yes like, so know, that's something that, that we'll be doing also um, we'll be putting it up in mosques in community centers places where people frequent a lot and also word of mouth because that's very important in our community um, this is a very close-knit place and a lot of people speak to each other so I think that's important to get the word around through our people also mm-hmm. yeah is that are you yes. yeah okay cool Sarabia shukran for your time shukran yeah. assalamu alaikum okay cool so now I have to go to Mr. Shabudin Usman you have got there's quite a lot of messages here you know people are asking questions some people are saying but isn't gentrification something positive what would you say to that? If, they, if, they, if they're saying it's positive, they definitely need to qualify what is positive. Because definitely, as far as gentrification is concerned, it, it, in its, both from a dictionary point of view and from a real point of view, it absolutely dislodges people in communities and only makes place for rich people. And that's where the word gentry, gentrify comes in. Mm. So it's definitely not positive. Okay. That's that question answered. Um, then also, somebody else has talked, asked about um, whether you will be stopping future developments. What's happening, or how do you negotiate around developers and developments? I think one of the bigger challenges that we have. That's why we're pushing for the H O. B Z the, the, the heritage uh, protection overlay zone. Overlay zone. Yeah. What so happened, by the way? There was uh, a meeting. There, the, there was a motion at, at the sub council to 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 hasten that, but I don't think we have too much faith in the city council to do it. What we have done, we have employed lawyers. They have sent the first letter of demand to the city that if the city do not react by next week, we're going to court. I think it's time that we take the bull by the horns and say enough is enough. I think when that cover, you know, the HPOZ acts as a cover of an area which dictates how you can build and what your future looks like. Your heritage of an area is your past and your present. So you need both to talk to each other in order to protect an area. I must say that's a headline. You are taking the city of Cape Town to court to protect Absolutely. your own heritage. Absolutely. 
I mean, that's that's unbelievable. Well, but it's not the first time we're doing it. It's the fourth time we're doing it. But I think the bigger challenge is we need our area to be protected against these greedy developments and greedy city council. So mm-hmm. I, I'm definitely looking very optimistic for the next election because definitely we cannot afford such a city council. Mm-hmm. Whether we live on the Cape Flats or we live in Burkup, they have taken us for a ride. And we need a change. Yeah. I mean, of course, recently we also saw the issue of the Tanabaru. I mean, that's also where heritage laws need to be protecting what's, you know, the culture and the heritage. Absolutely. And and I just want to touch on what Rabbi just said on the tourism thing. We mustn't forget that Buakab is a tourist magnet. But unfortunately, we don't have a tourist infrastructure. And infrastructure needs money, infrastructure needs skills, and infrastructure needs know-how, and also the fact that so we need partnerships. So you have some people though involved, oh, yeah. right? You have tour guides, you have yes, local tour absolutely. guides. Yeah. But you see, they're doing it on the private scale. We need more intervention where the big players use Buakab and we get the benefit. Okay. Not just the bus driving past and we look like a zoo yeah, yeah. where they look out of the window and say, yeah. Okay, Isman, I, I, before, we, before we go on to other um, voices here, I just know that you need to leave soon. Yes. So I'd like to just go through our WhatsApp li- okay. uh, messages just to uh, acknowledge that and in case there are any that the survey can answer. Okay, so um, listener 5678 has said, the city's spatial planning has included high-rise developments, and while there's been roundtable discussions on affordable housing, um, plans have been pushed through. Right? I mean, this is this is fact. Um, developers feel, therefore, that they have a right, and um, yeah, this message is quite jumbled up here. Anyway, it ends off by saying. This fight is the right for us to live in our city. This fight must be for the entire city for us to exist. So people of all areas must join forces. And then listener 8451 says, Salam, viva book up. I salute you for taking the struggle forward. And then listener 2837 says, I'm a fourth generation family member living in the book up and no money or millions will get their hands on my property. My heritage is not for sale, not even the highest bidder. Heritage is more valuable than millions, and that's from Fuzzlin. A listener, 7398, says, Thanks for the show this evening. I just wanted to make a comment about the significance of Book Up. It is one of the top ten things to do in Cape Town, but you get the city of Cape Town having complete disregard for the area and putting no investment into it. The Book Up Museum, just as one example, cannot even be painted. I admire the youth for coming together to make a difference, but I wish the city of Cape Town would do something tangible in the area. They are quick to market. Okay, so there were, I think, the only thing there is, I mean, you've covered everything, basically. Yeah, I think, the city yeah, of Cape Town. Yeah, just to say that the program was very good, and I think we encourage other uh, youth not only from our area in Buakab. I don't think we colloquially <coughs> sense that we want to see Buakab as a st- stand on its own. We have made contact with Mannenberg. We have made contact with District 6. We have made contact with other struggles. We even spoke to some people that was part of the Grassy Park uh, uh, thing. The challenge that we all have in common is that we all live in Cape Town. And we have to make Cape Town our home. And we have to take back what we have lost through not only gentrification but through disempowerment 
and we should make this our home a better place. Mm. So together we can. And I, that, that's why I sit here and I'm reminiscing of how I, when I was young in 19 something, I had the same type of roots. We started somewhere, but we must build that commitment that carries on throughout our lives. And that one day you can also sit here and say, when I was young. And I think this is the encouragement that we must give all young people today in Cape Town. Cape Town belongs to you. Cape Town do not belong to politicians. Cape Town do not belong to the city council. Cape Town belongs to us. And we must take it back. Yeah. You know, I really want you also maybe to give some advice to young people because you've been at this for so long. You've yeah, been protesting, think, putting up yeah, I think fights. It's, yeah. it's just about the patience. I think one of the things that we need to inculcate is that we need to set ourselves goals and achievable goals, not something that we cannot achieve. Small goals. And once we reach that small goals, you'll see if it, the bigger goals becomes easier, never mind where we are. Whether we are in the streets of Mannenberg and we are forced to join gangs or whatever the case may be, there is that way out. There is that way out if we say we can. There's enough good people in our communities, there's enough uh, organizations to ask for help, and I think this is where we start. And I only say Alhamdulillah to our youth in Buwaka, Alhamdulillah that they are there, that at least we can the generation that came long before them can basically say, Alhamdulillah, now's the time to hand over that baton that we have carried so long and it's time for them to take it over. Great stuff. That's Usman Shabrin, Chairman of the Bookup Civic Association. <laughs> Shukran for your time, for joining us here in studio. Yes, um, Assalamu Alaikum to you. Okay. So guys, there, you've heard it, right? Civic is saying, work with us. Shafwan, yeah, book up, right? book up youth, what do you have to say? Yeah, so just to latch on what um, Rabia and Shabuddin has, has said previously about the tourism aspect. So book up youth movement, we've already engaged with the tourism board. We've had a couple of meetings with them and obviously we'll continue workshopping them. But that is the whole idea we want. Um, they should. Can be you just clarify, what do you mean by tourism board? Is this the province or city or where exactly? Cape Town Tourism Board, that's correct, yes. So, okay. um, we started engaging them and on, on your applied, how can we enrich our own community? How can we get involved? Like Mr. Shabudin said, there's maybe just two uh, actual tourist, tourist guides from, or tour guides at least from Buka that, that can drive the correct message through to the tourist that comes in. Um, so we've engaged with them a couple of meetings. The, we've got a subcommittee that's continuously driving that. That is their portfolio. So we've seen some um, some great uh, feedback. And so the way forward looks bright. And just to add to that, though, um, we've obviously set some demands or, or concerns to the to the council, to the councillor. One of his feedback on tourism specifically was that he's seen reports in newspapers that. Residents of Bukap or some residents of Bukap don't want tourists in the area. Um, that's that's completely the opposite. We want the tourists to come in. I mean that that is how you're going to uh, contribute to any economy of a community. So we want the tourists to come. The only problem is it needs to be um, how can I say? It needs to be controlled. It needs to be there. Need to be proper measures in place. How can Bukap community that's maybe unemployed? How can how can we be involved? You know, in to have a sustainable type of income that 
that were, that would remain in, in Puka. So we want the tourists to come. We encourage them to come. Um, the problem is maybe the buses. That's our, one of our biggest problems because it prevents our own um, residents from coming or entering into Puka. So we need to have a control measure in place. It sounds also like there's going to be a need for more training. Because if you have to, f- I mean, Cape Town gets millions of tourists. So if they need a local tour guide, maybe, I mean, when I travel, I prefer a local tour guide. I don't want somebody who doesn't know the history or the story of the place. I even, I'm even happy if I know it's someone from the area showing me their home, eating something from their neighborhood. I mean, this is all the economy of tourism, right? So you that's exactly get that. Get a local yes. meal, etc. That's exactly that. So part of our, 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 of our workshops or planning is exactly that. You tour bus coming in, tour guide coming in. You need to be linked up with a local tour guide from Bukap that will be trained on a specific zone of Bukap, or you need to engage with, like you said, you'll be a couple of houses here that's um, showing of the culture of Bukap, the 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 culinary side of Bukap. Um, come have a kusista or something. Yeah. But that's how we empower everybody in, or the larger community at least. And people are interested, of course. You know, like people who can do the job. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Do you, Mikhail? Do you want to say something? Yeah, I just wanna. I wanna jump on that. I wanna say I agree that uh, the few local tour guides that, uh, and I, I know this. My mother has been a tour guide for a long time in the community, and it takes a lot for a local tour guide to sing to 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 on their own try and give back to the community. It's something that needs to be p- facilitated on a much larger scale. And I wanna take a harder line here. I want to shame the the tourism board of Cape Town and SA Tourism as a whole because how dare you exploit book up as one of your top destinations and not give back to it. The, this past year has been SA Tourism's campaign of we do tourism responsibly. Now how are you doing it responsibly when you are neglecting the very people who make Buka beautiful? Is it just about the color of the houses? We know that's not true. Mm. We know that the, the character of Buka comes from its people. And they are being blatantly neglected. Like um, a message said, um, y- y- it's one of the top ten things to do in Cape Town. And yet... You don't see it benefiting the community. So, 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 are you saying that maybe then the tourism authority should come in and train local tour guides? Because we need to be proactive here. You know, like what is yeah, the we solution? Need solutions. You know? I can't mm-hmm. just sit here and complain. There need to be solutions. But at, at, at the very least, the first step needs to be an acknowledgement that there hasn't been enough done. That the tour, the tourism authorities need to say, look, okay, we understand. We've been celebrating Buka for so long, but we can't see the, the results of it. So I, I would suggest that something like training is important. Um, there are a lot. There's unemployment, youth unemployment is a big problem in Buka, and it's the starting point for a lot of uh, solutions in Buka. And tourism, it's already, it's, uh, it's got its, its foot in the door. Great. That was Mikael. He's from Buka Prize. Book up youth, this is, say your name, please. Mishka. Mishka, yes. So what we want to do is something very different. So we want to also um, empower our youth. We want to encourage them to be tour guides and also, um, you know, encourage job creation in our area. So it's not only... um, Tourists benefiting from our rich cultures. People come to our area, to our community, to experience people taking cookies in Ramadan to the next house. To I did that. <laughs> <laughs> to fetching a cup of sugar by my next door neighbor, which ironically is Shafika. Um, and we mustn't, we, we as 
people in book up as well, we take that for granted. But we don't realize that there's people traveling the world to come experience that. There's, it's not available anywhere else. And those are the kind of things that we want people to understand and educate our people as well. Um, and obviously, um, you know, train people up to yeah. do their job. Now, I have a question, though. I like the fact that, you know, you also have um, practical stuff. You've got events, you know, yeah. you bring people together. Do you have things like this plan for future? We also heard from Book Up Rise, you know, they want to train people on how to apply, for example, for rates, rebates, etc. Yeah. These are really, really useful things that people can, can benefit from, yeah. you know. Tell us a bit more about your future. So and we what have a strategy mm-hmm. in plan. We're still working on it. We can't share it at this time, but we definitely have um, a few things in, in place. Um, Judging by what we've done, I think we've set the precedent for future events, and we definitely want to do um, of that do events of that stature. So it's not going to be something that we've seen somewhere else. We definitely want to think out of the box and do things differently. Okay. And is the vision, I mean, the vision is, is partnerships, for example, you're working with, you know, the civic you're working with, are you going to be engaging with tour guides, this professionalism, professions in your community? Absolutely. How are you reaching out, you know? So How are you bringing in expertise as well? No, absolutely. So we need to um, dig into and plug into and connect with those people that have the expertise. We can't take it on our own. We might not be skilled enough in certain areas and we rely on those um, people with the skills and we're appreciative of those who have come forward thus far. It's because of their help as well that we've achieved certain goals that we have right now um, as where we are right now. Great. Let's go for a quick break and when we come back we'll keep talking. So yeah, we're talking about Book Up. I'm your host, Yazid Kamaldin, and we're looking at the way forward. If you've been following social media or anything in the news, you would have noticed that young people in Book Up over the last month during Ramadan have organized a number of events. They've taken over Wales Street weekly with mass iftars. They've invited the whole of Cape Town to join them. There was even a, a historical Eid Salah in Wales Street. And we have the young people of Book Up in studio today talking about the way forward. This is this feels kind of groundbreaking, guys. <laughs> yeah, definitely, I think it is groundbreaking. So, uh, book up used together with a uh, book up rise. We uh, approached the massages of the book up and said, let's 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 go further than a book up, you know, which already galvanized a lot of people, not specifically from book up, but uh, a lot of communities. It, uh, the message went out there, so people was aware of book up, and the Itzala was just another step to take it uh, to take it further. And uh, the massages agreed, and um, exactly that the, the Itzala was was the first of its kind. Yeah. So it's it's definitely groundbreaking. And but we're not stopping there. We've got a whole lot of more innovative ideas in the pipeline to further galvanise the community of Buka. Because once we have unity in in Buka, then we can actually operate as a as a community, mm-hmm. uh, shouting the same. Uh, Message basically to everybody. Yeah. So different groups do we intend to work together? Yeah, 
I want to take this opportunity on a public platform to, to really thank Pukab Youth for for the, the, the kindness. That's the only way I can put it. Over the past month, Pukab Rise has been struggling to, to establish itself and to figure out what our intention is. And all the while, Pukab Youth has taken action and included us in the process. And, and, and they didn't need to. I mean... It's easy to have two organizations doing, doing two different things, but what Bookup Youth have done has, even if it's something small, including our logo and what they're doing, it, they have fostered unity in the community just by doing that. So I want to publicly thank Bookup Youth for, for all the incredible work they've done, for the events they've managed to do, and for, for helping us establish ourselves uh, on, on, on the back of what they're doing. Because really it was quite selfless, and I think... That should tell you all you need to know about moving forward, that we, in, any uh, um, concerns about uh, um, how we're going to work together, that's, that's all irrelevant. We are moving together as, as one force with the same concerns and the same intentions, and, and uh, we can look to the future now. Well, it seems there's a lot of work, so like they say. More hands make light work, right? So the more people can get involved. We can talk about how people can get involved with you guys as well. Shafika, do you want to? Yeah, I think as a community, we, we have lots of resources. I mean, just myself meeting pe different people in, in our community, I've learned the depth um, of, of our community. And even other communities in Woodstock, Salt River, different uh, areas also facing similar challenges. Really try and draw on people in your community. You'll be surprised at the depth. And any social movement, there are different waves. And the people who start may not be the people who end. So you need different kinds of people. Some people are thought leaders. Some people are activists on the ground. Everyone has a role. And this is important in our community that we have a inclusivity and we draw from people's strengths. I want to ask you a question though about Wales Street. Are you guys still blocking off Wales Street? And and tell our listeners why. Yes, we definitely. This uh, is Chef Juan, by the way. He's <laughs> from Book Up Youth. Just in case you're tuning in. Yeah, so definitely, um, we're still blocking. Um, look, we we we're continuing with the message that we started. You need to continue. You can. You need to have momentum going forward. I mean, people. There were some talks around. Uh, nee, the youngsters was bored in Ramadan. That's exactly not what it is about. We really wholeheartedly committed to sending the message out. So we've continued with the, with the protesting. Look, um, just to put it in a, maybe in a nutshell, the Rose Street, the Whale Street is, is being used by people outside of Pukap. So it's just, just another way of frustrating. Maybe but we need to talk about the impact that that yeah. has for a community. Yes. When people use Whale Street to drive through your area every yeah. day at 5 p.m., how does that impact on locals? Yeah, obviously the traffic congestion is just crazy some evenings. Um, that's coupled with the tourist bus that are still operating at that, uh, that time of the evening. There's no parking. There's no traffic. So when somebody comes home, they struggle to get home, you basically. Get struggled, you struggle to get to your own house, which is maybe 20 meters away from the robot in, in Well Street. Mm -hmm. So we're going to continue with that um, protest going forward. Um, it's not to be uh, uh, stubborn or selfish, but uh, what I can uh, appeal from my own residents in Bull Cup also, please um, 
please, uh, how can I say? Can I understand. <laughs> yeah, understand the message that we're trying to, to give out. Of course, they book up. Resident will tell you you're inconveniencing them. That is so correct. So should yeah, they use an alternative route? How do they get into the There's so home? many alternate routes. I mean, as a book up resident, you know all the righteous and swites going leading up to your house. So, um, yes, obviously we have some resistance some evenings, but we just appeal to the community. Please bear with us. Don't fight us. Um, join us in the struggle. You know, yeah. it's, it, we're not just doing it to be um, spiteful. It's really to get that message out there and show the unity that that, yeah. that needs to. I mean, exist. I can only think of Leeuwen Street and what other what other road is opened of Peter Peitengraaf. Church Street, Church in Leeuwen. There's so many after emblem. Yeah. Okay, J- yeah. Just maybe to add to what Safwan is saying, in is that we actually are fighting to occupy the space. So we see that the city is actually eating up Bukap. Yeah. I mean, our people used to first live, I think, in Kirboom Street, which is way down. Eventually, Slums Act, they kicked our people out in Beitengrach Street. They built a road across. Now, not even Rose Street is part of Bukap anymore. I mean, if you think our people were living in Kirboom Street and now we've been pushed further and further up. So it's also our right to own the space, that the space is a residential space and is our space. Okay. I would like to add to that as well. And I think it's also a message to the other communities that we can have peaceful protests and have the support of everybody. That it doesn't have to be violent. It can be, yes, burning tires, but I mean, there's no violence. It's peaceful. We've got the support of everybody. And we, we're very grateful to the community for taking a different route, for supporting this cause, for standing as one, united as one, um, fighting the same cause. And to achieve the same result. Okay, let's take a quick break and then we'd come back to maybe just looking at future activities and also how people can get hold of you. So we are into the last few minutes of the show. I'm your host, Yazid Kamaldin. It's Burning Issue. We've been talking about Burkhap and the various role players I've been in the studio this evening, talking about the way forward. Um, let's acknowledge some of the WhatsApp messages that have come through. Listener 5277 says, Big ups to the Burkhap youth and Burkhap rise. Do not allow investors and tourists to gentrify our areas. Keep the fight going. From a youth in District 6, Wafika Usman. Uh, let's look at what else is going on here. Listener 2415 says, I agree with many of the issues raised, yet I raised my eyebrow about tour guides walking through Bukup as if it's a zoo. I beg to differ so many homes and women have been empowered by offering cooking tours, etc., visiting the Awal Masjid and doing Sadaka site guides are a good way. Just bear in mind that there are over 5,000 guides registered, but not all are employed. Thank you for the feedback. I think it's important to get all feedback. Yeah. Right, guys? Definitely. Yeah. So, um, listener 2336 says, Salams, what about those working in town, parking in Wales Street, and we the people struggle to get up and down? Please do something about the parking in Wales Street. It is a main road, and people working in town shouldn't park there. Shafwan, do you want to say something on that quickly? Uh, yes, yeah. yeah, so that's definitely uh, on, our, on our radar, because it is a problem we've uh, witnessed firsthand from 5.30 in the morning already, um, our parking bays in front of our own ho- houses are filled up by people working. So you guys out. have your eye on that? Yes, we definitely have that, our eye on that, Great. so we'll definitely address it. Great. So, um, listener 
I just want to really acknowledge our WhatsApp messages. Listener 1454 says, and this really is showing us once again that this is a Cape Town issue. Because I've written about this, Hoodstock Salt River. Listener here, speaking of Hoodstock and Salt River, please Google Property24 and check the prices of a single apartment. Nothing less than a million. And our people can't afford this. They should stop all the... Okay, they should stop all the developing in the whole of Cape Town. The money should be used for local housing. Okay, shukran. Uh, Listener 4565 says... Yeah, occupy the mosques as well, please. That's essentially what the person is saying. Go to mosque, essentially. Okay, listener 9703 says, People who work in town use Bukup as a free parking zone, and the city has allowed this for more than 15 years. Reiterating what Chapwani said, they start parking at 6 a.m. already. Okay, so listener... Okay, that isn't relevant to the show. Sorry, I just have to scroll through some of this and just look for the relevant stuff. 2116 says, you have to create stopping places for tourist buses and manage the traffic flow through the area. So what's happening around that? Are there going to be um, parking spaces for the buses? Yeah, yeah, so a message has already gone out to the tour guides, uh, the, the guys operating these buses. So some of them are aware that they... It's a drop and go basically. So you you get into Well Street, stop at the Bukup Museum, and then um, you need to tr- offload your people, and you need to go find a parking space, which either in Petengracht Street or at the bottom of Rose Street. There are traffic officials in place um, to also obviously uh, help alleviate that uh, congestion, but a whole lot more needs to be done because it's still out of control some evenings okay it's all day basically okay guys we have three minutes left i'd like to give everyone a chance to wrap up closing remarks and also let people how they know how they can get hold of your organization or your group and how they can get involved with what you do um, we can start on our right with Mikael from Pulka Prize. Yeah, so um, both both of our organizations are, are very active on social media. You can search for Pulka Prize and Pulka Youth on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Um, give us a follow, interact with us. We're very active. Um, we, you can also have a look at www.pulkaprize.com. And if you are interested in joining our, our fight and our struggle, we are inclusive, we are open to everyone, we are looking for all kinds of skills or we're just looking for your support. Whatever you want to do, you're welcome to cont- reach out to us on, on social media or email us at bookabrise at gmail.com. And, and we can't wait to hear from you. The, the, the more the merrier, seriously. Like we, we, we are really looking for in, anyone and everyone to join our fight. Yeah, I mean, I like that you're also doing education programs. And is that is that a strong focus for you? Yes, definitely. I mean, uh, uh, to, impo- to empower our community, they need to be informed. So... So we want to to educate our community, and we need to. We are definitely going to focus on workshops in future, starting with the one on rebates. Fantastic! Let's go now to book up. So I just want to thank and acknowledge all the surrounding areas and everybody that's contributed for to our cause. Um, It's because of them that we have actually achieved what we did um, so far. Um, Then I'd like to also call on everybody um, that can offer their expertise, their services that we could also, that they could give back to the community, they can join us. We've got sub-councils that they, I'm sure, they could fall into. Um, 
whether it be a lawyer, we have lawyers, but you're welcome to come with your um, advice, etc. Yeah, how do they get hold of you guys? How does anybody get... Like Mikael yeah. said, social media, um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, just follow us at Spoke Up Youth. Um,